dynamic diversity Bringing us together like we're supposed to be Dynamic magazine We're all different but we can learn from each other Dynamic Diversity Unfiltered, Dynamic Leaders for a Changing World Magazine's premier podcast. We bring you the voices of today's renowned societal leaders and average folks talking about what they do, how they got there, and what they're thinking about in the controversial world of diversity, inclusion, and race relations. In this episode, if we utilize the full population, the full group of a diverse population, we could have so much more potential because I think innovation comes from different perspectives because those different perspectives lead to more ideas. We talk with Carol Wang, who is using technology for social good. With the advent of technology, it is undeniable that our growth as a society is intricately linked to our technological inventions. However, for a system that serves a diverse populace, the institutions that produce the innovations often lack diversity. For app developer Carol Wang, the only way forward is through more diversity and inclusion. Live your dream and work your passion is the life mantra of Carol Wang, a young app developer and freshman computer science major at UC Berkeley. She shared with Dynamic that she developed a passion for technology, specifically app development, after realizing how much you can do with it. All right, so the first question I have for you is where are you originally from? So I am actually born in America. Um, I was born in Mountain View, but my parents have Chinese ancestry. Okay, and what was it like growing up um, with a Chinese background? Well, my parents like to preserve the traditions, so I always ate Chinese food. We always spoke in Chinese at home, and a lot of the habits and kind of attitudes that I developed were because of my parents' Chinese ancestry. Um, for example, they always practiced certain traditions when we invited guests home. Um, they always were extremely humble in all situations, and I think I kind of inherited some of those traits because they always grew up with those kind of attitudes and cultures. Okay. And where did you study, and why did you choose that choice of study? So I ch I'm actually going to be a college student. Um, I'm going to be studying at UC Berkeley, and I chose to major in computer science because I've always been very passionate about CS, and I want to further my knowledge in that field. I'm also thinking of double majoring in another humanities field just because I like to have that added perspective. So I might be majoring in sociology or political science because I've always wanted to know how society organizes, how it functions, and I also want to know more about advocacy, especially in the politics field. Okay, wonderful. And what motivated your, your interest in app development? I think 
really is just realizing how much you could do with it. I never realized that you could create like financial apps just using code, right? Like I think it's just how accessible code is. All I had to do was download Xcode on my computer and then I could create these apps that could actually be used by other people. I found that apps are a way to kind of spread what you make to other people. And I really found code as a means to implement my ideas. So I started to look around me and find what problems needed solutions. And I, I just thought, what can I use code to solve? And I think that really spurred my interest for app development, just seeing how much you can do with something as accessible as code. Okay, and tell us about the apps you have developed and what was the motivation behind each. So the first app I ever developed was Pick to Word. Essentially what the app does is it converts image text to digital text so that way you could further process what you have written and either upload it to a Google document or share it through another meme. I initially thought of this idea because I was finding having to type up my written essays on the computer was kind of a pain so I wanted to bring more convenience to others including um, a lot of my peers so I was like oh what kind of algorithm can I use to actually convert written text to digital text and I discovered OCR which is um, optical character recognition and so I think it was mainly just I was being lazy, of course, and I wanted to find an easier way to translate this kind of written text to digital text, and that's really how I came up with the idea. Um, my second app is DegreeBee. It essentially facilitates mm -hmm. the college planning and future planning process. What it does is it compiles information such as majors, jobs, colleges, and mentors, so that students have a centralized location where they can start their college search. Um, this was also inspired by the struggles of myself and my peers. We found that it was really tedious having to go through multiple Google searches in multiple different locations just to find all the information we needed. So I was like, why can't we just centralize this information in an app to at least get the college planning process started? And so one of the features that it included in the app is for users to add like colleges, jobs, or majors of interest to a Google document. And so that Google document could start their search list. And so that way they won't have to actually like discover every single information source by themselves. And this app could serve as like a starting point, right? Um, and I thought that many other high schoolers around the nation could also use this. And through talking to many of my peers, as well as many from other schools, I found that there really was a need for this app. And so we started developing it. Okay, wonderful. And you are a firm supporter of gender equality. From where yes. you stand, tell us how has the gender gap in the tech world affected innovation? Yeah. So. I think it's such a shame that currently we're only utilizing about half the population. Um, if we utilized the full population, the full group 
of a diverse population, we could have so much more potential because I think innovation comes from different perspectives because those different perspectives lead to more ideas. And if we're excluding so big of a group, we are really excluding that idea and, those, and that potential that's behind all of those ideas. And so I think if we included a bigger group and if we encouraged more girls to attend like CS classes and that would evolve into um, choosing CS majors as well as entering the tech industry, that would really fuel the growth of the industry just due to this added perspective, um, new ideas, as well as like, different skills. Because I think that um, women can bring a lot of different skills to the tech industry. And sometimes like not having that can actually be an impediment to the project. Like I was actually reading about there's this app for dating, but um, it ultimately failed because they didn't consider the female perspective at all. So they said this app was created by three guys. And so no one would actually use that app um, other than guys. So I feel like if you want to target a larger range of people to use your technology, you need to have a diverse group behind that technology building it or else ultimately you'll create the wrong user experience and you won't be able to reach a larger group, a more diverse group of people. Okay, wonderful. And when you were in middle school or high school, were there programs to encourage early interest in technology? If, if not, or if so, what are some other initiatives you would like to see to fuel an early interest in technology in schools? Yeah, so growing up in the Silicon Valley, I was very lucky to have more opportunities than many others have. I definitely did not see many programs for middle schoolers, um, which is why I'm actually a part of this organization right now called Project CS Girls, which targets middle schoolers and provides a tech competition sort of format for middle schoolers to participate in. And middle schoolers can receive mentors, they can receive guidance with their projects and ultimately compete in this national competition in order to pursue technology. And that's why I think these organizations are extremely important. We need to see more of them encouraging girls ever since middle school because middle school is actually a, an important time. I think if a lot of girls aren't encouraged during their middle school times to pursue tech, then maybe in high school they would also be deterred, especially due to the gender gap in CS classes that currently exist right now. Um, in high school, I definitely received more impetus to kind of pursue tech just because um, I was referred to this outside Java class. And so that really spurred my interest. And so I started attending CS club meetings. And keep in mind, there are a lot of tech clubs at our school, but all of them are pretty much male dominated. So it really requires a lot of resilience and perseverance to kind of just stay in the club and try to get leadership positions because it definitely is still very tough. Um, our school, even our CS classes have a lot of um, gender gap, which is a problem for many as well. But I think that's the importance of middle school, right? So if you already have a burning interest in CS starting from middle school, then in high school, even with 
even faced with these difficulties, you'll kind of still persist and try your best to get through them just because you have so big of an interest in CS. And so I definitely would like to see more programs just meant to um, give girls an earlier exposure to CS. That way they will be more prepared for what's to come and they will also be more motivated to continue pursuing CS. Okay. And as an advocate for equal education across the myriad of backgrounds, tell us how you feel about Betsy Divas's educational budget cuts, which would affect programs like Meals on Wheels and the after-school program for over 1.6 million children who need it. Yeah, these budget cuts would definitely harm a lot of people, in my opinion. I just feel that programs like this are essential to helping kind of break out of the cycle of poverty for many. And just cutting out these programs will definitely affect many lives. And I think it would also hinder a lot of potential. My personal belief has always been that every child can succeed with the right guidance and resources. And if we're stripping away some of those resources, I think it's also hindering the potential that can be created out of this country. And so it's really saddening to hear, but with programs like School on Wheels, we still continue to raise money through other means, such as running marathons and hosting a lot of field events. And so I'm hoping that we can continue trying to provide a lot of guidance and resources through other ways. And I think with these budget cuts, if money isn't coming from the government, then I think people really start, um, really need to start being more active and pitch in in order to continue these programs because they really are a benefit to a lot of people in this country. And I think they're very necessary in order to continue furthering progress. Okay, wonderful. And what advice would you give to those who would like to make a career in app development and the tech industry, like specifically women? Yeah, so my advice would definitely be to just have perseverance and go with your passion. You'll often hear a lot of people saying your app idea isn't worth pursuing. You'll hear people saying, why are you even in this industry <laughs> for me as, as a woman. But I think it really comes down to thinking about whether you truly think CS is worth pursuing for yourself and just sticking with it. A lot of times um, I've had classes in which I was the only girl and <laughs> I've gotten in a lot of weird stares, <laughs> weird comments, very condescending, but you just have to deal with it and know that with your hard work, you can definitely achieve what they have achieved, and you can probably achieve even even better. Every time someone says one of those comments, I actually just work 10 times harder. And I know that because of the position that I am in, I cannot afford to slack off. And so I just work even harder and make sure that I can do the best that I can. Um, I think a lot of it also comes down to just being open to different ideas, especially for app development. My inspiration comes from a lot of my experiences, a lot of what I've seen from design websites, from magazines. And it really 
is just taking in all of these different designs, different perspectives, and kind of thinking about how you can use them in my app. So my app is really just a compilation of these different ideas. And I think taking the best of what I've seen really makes my app stand out more because it has more of these unique features inside them. Okay. And what is next for you? For me, you didn't I mention think, college, but what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking into getting into some research. I'm particularly interested in artificial intelligence, which is obviously a very hot topic right now. And I think it can really benefit people. I, I was thinking about using an artificial intelligence system to have um, to make medical diagnoses because obviously that's a big problem that um, doctors have to deal with. And I think machines can actually empower some of these processes so that doctors don't have to worry so much about technical issues dealing with large amounts of data. I think that's the point of technology. It can really help us just deal with a lot of the groundwork. Um, I'm also definitely interested in pursuing advocacy even further. Right now I'm working on a youth campaign for empowerment in the political process. I think that more people need to speak out, especially in such a time. And I only hope to play a role in kind of getting more of these youth groups active in saying their, um, I guess, local concerns, as well as larger concerns that play a role in the national state currently. Um, I'm also planning on, I'm also planning on, okay, this is very long term, but I'm definitely, <laughs> right? looking to, yeah, I'm definitely looking to form a company. So that involves um, reaching out to the right people, definitely working long hours with them in order to kind of set down a business plan, long-term vision, short-term goals, stuff like that, because that has always been my ultimate dream. I really want to work passionately on my own idea and kind of pursue it relentlessly. And so forming my company would be the first step to achieving that goal. I really want to focus the company on using technology for social good, which has always been my motivation behind pursuing computer science. And so that is definitely the long-term goal here. <laughs> okay. All right. So that is all we have for you today. And again, thank you so very much for doing the interview with us. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can talk about making a difference. You can take action to make a difference. Or you can join Dynamic and do them both. Until next time. Stay blessed and be inspired. Dynamic diversity Bringing us together like we're supposed to be